Hello, welcome to the fourth edition of Harmony UK Podcast Rewind, uh, the weekly podcast remembering happier times in the barbershop world. I'm John Beasley and you find me at the supermarket doing the Beasley Weekly Family Shop. You know, it's amazing to think that just a few short weeks ago, we could all whiz around wherever we pleased uh, quite merrily. I still have very happy memories of four days in February up in Scotland meeting some fantastic people in the choruses there. Now, though, well, this is about as exciting as it gets. I'm in the car park, about 15 people ahead of me, all well spaced apart, as we should be. But at least this wait to get in gives me the chance to ponder the message for this week's rather rubbish jingle. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ba 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 Wait outside with your trolley. Don't go in till you're told. Keep a safe social distance. And if you're lucky, you'll live to be old. All right, with uh, sincere apologies to all those choruses who've laboured over the trolley song down the years for competition, I uh, just couldn't resist. Anyway, back home now with the shopping excitement over for another week. Doesn't it just make you wish for the days when a quartet could get together with a couple of top coaches and a few hundred friends in tow and really get to grips with the full meaning and emotion conveyed by a song? Well, that's what happened at Babs Harmony College back in 2015. The quartet was reckless, then just knocking on the door of the international top 20. Uh, They were being coached under glass by Steve Tremac and Jack Pinto. And as we watched, the full emotion of the song that they'd chosen really began to cut through to them. Well, a few weeks later, Reckless kindly agreed to meet me and chat about their experience in the upstairs room of a pub just outside Telford in Shropshire, where they used to meet each week to rehearse. I'm Andy Foster. I sing tenor with Reckless. My name's Duncan Winyates. I sing lead, the hardest part, with Reckless. My name's Andy. I sing the hardest part, which is the bass. My name's Dale Kinnison. I sing the bass part in the quartet, which is the baritone. There are no easy parts in, uh, in, in, in this quartet. <laughs> uh, yes, the baritone, the lead and the tenor <laughs> are the easy parts. The bass is the difficult part. But there were no easy parts for anyone on the final morning of Harmony College when, under the direction of two barbershop legends, arranger, director and coach Steve Tremac and international quartet gold medalist Jack Pinto, the members of Reckless submitted themselves to a memorable and forensic coaching session which at times had them moved to tears. Reckless aren't the UK's most successful men's quartet to date at international competition, and so at least 120 people had come along to watch. I asked them what that was like. It was quite scary, actually. We were all very tired after a weekend's work and coaching and and singing and drinking, of course. And uh, it was quite an intense situation. Uh, They didn't pull any punches, did they, when they they were coaching? started straight off with a, come on, lads, I'm getting bored with this. And he really sort of went into us, didn't he, mm. at, the, at, the, mm. at the start? And uh, it sort of went on from there. Was... Which, to be honest, we, we really appreciate people being absolutely honest and brutal. Complain that it's just sloppy. Okay. Yeah, it's sloppy. Because you get very close to a song, or you get very 
close to each other and sometimes you don't want to say things to each other and somebody comes in and says it for you and it's it's great and it's just somebody being open and honest with us so also so the audience we're in front of it really uh, puts you uh, under a little bit of pressure because they're your peers they're the people that we are there to coach so we've been coaching them all weekend and now they're looking at you and you're thinking I, I know that I don't do all the things that I tell other people to do. <clears throat> so now I've got to start trying to do them. But A, it's top-class coaching, and, and it really puts you on your metal having uh, people there watching. It would be very, quite different in here if there was no, no one watching. Yes, we'd still try as hard as, as we could, but it just, just raises that level just, just a bit more. I was going to ask you about that. Well, you, you felt a little bit vulnerable at times because um, I, I can't remember whether it was Steve or Jack. Steve, I think, was at one point said that you, you were being lazy about the song. And there's 120 people watching him tearing his strip off you. I, that, that, would, that would make most people feel very, fairly vulnerable. Uh, yeah, it does a bit. Um, but the thing is, you see, we, we get quite involved in a song as we're singing it between the four of us, and we think, oh, that's great. But what he does is add the audience perspective to it. Um, we can get involved in sort of ringing chords, but actually, is that an entertaining way to deliver the song? Which not ne- it isn't necessarily you know, the way. And he's given us the audience perspective and uh, that's, that's something that we, we need to consider more than just sort of the enjoyment between the four of us. Right to the browns just as soon as you're able What you're seeing here, let me just tell you all, all of you who are fabs, labs, whatever you are, this is the beginning of your first quartet that's going to make the 2010, and I'm telling you, if they keep on that, they're going to go all the way to represent Babs. I'm telling you that right now. To be fair, he also said, and this, this, this really did strike me, he said this could be the start of something momentous and that you guys could go to the very, very top. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, I mean, well, it's a lot of responsibility, it's, isn't it? Well, it, it's a very nice thing for him to say. Jack's been quite a good supporter of, of us for a number of years now. I mean, he came and sat with us when we got the results in Vegas and he's waved the flag for us, if you like. So he wouldn't say stuff to us just to bull us up. And I think it's given us a little bit of a boost to work hard to prove him right, which is, you know, which would be nice because you know, I'd, I'd love him to be right. I think, that, I think that was part of the emotion on the day, not just that it was uh, the morning after the night before because we all stayed up and enjoyed ourselves and people were a bit more emotional, you know, when they're tired and stuff. It wasn't just the emotion of the song. It was that, that he, he motivated us with those words about what we could be, the potential we do have, and, and he thinks we're capable of something that's a lot higher than what we're aiming for and what we dare to believe. So can we go? Um, can we go right from there, please? No. Because <laughs> it looked to some of us down in the audience as, as as though there were actually real tears flowing at one oh time. God, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it was, it was uh, one of those moments when you kind of want to hide, really. You, you can't stop what's going on. And as Duncan said, it's partially kind of emotions. You're at a heightened level of emotions during the weekend anyway. You experience a lot of things over, over such a lovely weekend with, with friends and, and so on. But there was also some stuff going on there with the song which, which just kind of triggered those emotions. And, yeah, there were tears. There, there were lots of tears, actually. And, and it, once you get past that point, it's quite difficult to stop yourself. But it's a lesson to learn, you know, you, you, once you, you've reached a point emotionally with a song, you can step back from it then, and you can take note of where that happened. I notice you're doing some, some coaching of your own. Is, is that part of the fundraising operation? Because I, I imagine it costs a great deal of money to compete abroad, doesn't it? It, it's, it is part of the fundraising um, drive, and every year it costs us between ten and £12,000 to do what we want to do. Getting four of us across the pond um, in itself is... is Four thousand pound, just for the flights, yeah. And then on top of that, you've got your hotels, your registrations, etc. But more importantly, the level that we're working at, we have coaches very regularly, and we, we tend to use international coaches who understand us and want us to get to that next level. So that's costly. Also, it's lovely to go on that stage with a song which no one else has sung before. So we try and get songs arranged for us, particularly taking into consideration our style and our vocal range as well. So that's costly too. Well, I wish you all the very, very best of luck uh, next time. Where, where is it, by the way, next time? Really? It's in Nashville. Uh, it's always over the week of uh, American Independence Day, which is the 4th, yeah. 4th of July. Well, it's around about that. In fact, Doug's got a nice story about yeah. that. But as part of the quarterfinals, the first round of quartets on the Wednesday, a uh, couple of quartets from each representative nation at the start of each session, we'll get up and sing the national anthem. And the Americans, brilliant, they all stand up and, and uh, are really polite with it. I've had to do that twice now, sing God Save the Queen, to six, six, between six and 10,000 Americans on Independence Day. <laughs> so last, last time we did it on Independence Day, it, it just, you don't really uh, speak on the competition stage, but I just said, we'd like to wish you all a happy Independence Day with this little song. <laughs> and you could hear half the audience laughed and then explained it to the other half of the audience. <laughs> and then they laughed as well. God save our gracious Queen, long live combining the voices of Reckless and Tagline. And I still love the fact that they added a tag to the national anthem. Uh, For my money, it should, from now on, become an integral part of every public and ceremonial performance. A band of the Coldstream Guards, please take note. Well, from the West Midlands, let's move much further south to Red Hill 
in Surrey. Back in August 2016, Sweet Adeline's chorus Vocal Dimension were preparing to travel to Las Vegas to compete in the Harmony Classic division of that year's international convention. Following a day of coaching with Fourth Valley Chorus MD David Sangster, they had the novel idea of inviting fellow barbershoppers to watch their set and offer feedback. Well, to add a little extra magic, they also invited along another local group, the Include Choir, with whom they had been working. Now, you can hear lots about this in edition five of the podcast. Here's an excerpt which begins with the voice of Vocal Dimensions Assistant Director, Emma Riley. Today is all about uh, putting ourselves under a little bit of audience pressure, trying to do our singing when we have people in front of us. What we're doing today is we're having as many barbershoppers down into the, our audience as possible so we can get good feedback from people who know what they're listening to and enjoy what they're listening to. Comments on what we're doing, do we do the story right, that kind of thing. Uh, we'll be doing our full set to begin with. Then we have uh, our guest in choir, who are one of our local choruses here, a couple of men's quartets, and then we'll do our full uh, chorus um, Vegas set again so we can get good feedback so not only are you getting feedback but you're providing a little bit of a show with the help of fellow barbershoppers for those who who come to see you absolutely we wanted to get as much um, variety as we could in Uh, and the inquiry is an inclusive choir uh, so it's not going to be barbershop so it's nice to have something different on the on the bill as well well good luck for this afternoon how do you think the chorus will be feeling as they uh, gaze down upon those expectant faces in those uh, rows of seats I I think they'll be feeling uh, nervous excited um, thinking through a lot of things they'll probably be processing a little bit of the the learning that we'll have had from uh, David Sangster during the afternoon and uh, excited I think overall Emma good luck thank you it's great to see because it all helps us to improve on our performance for last Vegas and with that Well, a tiny ripple of applause is better than none, but actually the audience was asked to hold fire while the chorus practised walking on stage. Nothing was being left to chance. We'll get back to the actual set in a moment, but Vocal Dimension weren't the only group to premiere this afternoon. Among their guests were a brand new non-barbershop choir of people, many of whom have a variety of disabilities and have just taken up singing. Some were also signing their lyrics. director of the Include Choir. I'm Valerie Spencer and I'm the Admittance Sister. Okay. Start with you then, Alex. Um, just, just tell us a little bit about the Include Choir. The idea for the Include Choir came about actually a couple of years ago. I'm a speech and language therapist by background and I work with people with learning disabilities. And I felt that maybe people weren't getting much of a chance to sing Um, and take part in music generally uh, of a good standard. So we started by singing carols at Christmas um, and then in May, while I was on maternity leave, I had a little bit more time on my hands, believe it or not, and thought I should start this every week. So starting in May, we set up every week 
The idea is to promote communication, so good communication. So we use signs, we use objects. We try and make sure that everyone is really participating in the choir. And anybody can join. It's for people with and without disabilities, with and without communication disabilities, visual impairments, whatever, the more the merrier. It looks a great deal of fun. Yes, it is. I really enjoy it very much, and I think the rest of them do as well. What, what do you get out of it? What's the best bit for you? It's a lot of fun. We have some laughs at the beginning of the beach month. We have a big sing and we have certificates for um, Star of the Month. And I, I'm one of those that got the Star of the Month and a few others got the Star of the Month as well. Well, it's congratulations. It, 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 is it something you found quite easy to get into? Yes, yes it is. Yes, I find it very interesting, very um, therapeutic, very, a lot, a lot of fun. Alex, tell us about the link with vocal dementia. The idea when we started was we're trying to give people a, who maybe don't have the chances that everybody has to take part in the good stuff in life. The idea is to promote social inclusion, so every month I try and invite a local choir I have to say, sadly, we don't get a lot of responses from my emails, but Valerie did respond to my email, and the very first big sing that we had, they came along, they shared their songs with us, we learnt some songs from them, they learnt some signs from us. Uh, We had, of course, tea, biscuits, and also cake, which is a big part of the big sing, and the choir got such a lot out of it, um, and we learn from them, we learn how to be better singers, which is is what the choir's all about. Tell, tell us about singing and signing at the same time, because that's something I, I, I know a lot of us would find quite hard. I'd certainly find it quite hard. I find it quite hard to sing from a sheet and sign at the same time. But I'm learning, because I look at people, see what they're doing, and I follow them at the moment. Well, congratulations on your... I, I think this is your first public performance, wasn't it? Yes, it is. So where can we see the Include Choir next? Our next performance is on Sunday, the 4th of September. We're singing at Parallel London, which is the first inclusive event to happen at the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park. It's a fun run. There's a sensory 1K. Uh, it's open for everybody. And there's a free festival with some amazing acts. And we'll be running a workshop there. And best wishes for that event to the Include Choir. But what of Vocal Dimension and their all-important preparations for Las Vegas? Well, I don't want to give away the whole thing, but let's just eavesdrop on a small part of the contest set and then we'll get the verdict from members of the audience. Oh, don't Adam and Eve it! Oh, good blimey, Governor! When you said I won, I nearly fell right off me blooming chair! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that means she's thinned. Now, let's celebrate Kerry's win with one of the best love numbers from my fair lady.
good and the like actions were really good and acting was really good and it was just amazing and I'm here to support my mum because my mum loves singing and I love singing too so I've taken after her and I hope to be in their spot one day. Well we're just saying we loved it, we thought it was really impressive. Um, uh, some great individual performances, really good singing, um, really good production. Uh, we're struggling to find critical things to say. I thought the energy was fantastic. You know, they, they gave it they gave it their all, so good on them and I wish them all the best of luck out in the States. Excuse me, sorry to interrupt. I'm, I'm making a, a podcast about Barbershop and I'm looking for some initial audience reaction. So, right. And you're filling in your forms at the moment. We yeah. are indeed. What yes. are you writing on them? Well, we're hopefully writing positive and um, constructive suggestions. And what, what do you think of the performance? I thought it was amazing. It wasn't what I expected. Um, I liked the story. That completely threw me. I just thought it would be songs. So I liked the story. It was a real performance. It was really lovely. I enjoyed it a lot. And what, what sort of constructive things are you writing on your, uh, on, on your form there? Really, a bit unfair because this is a dress rehearsal, but they just need to sharpen up a few things. So it's sharpen up some movements and maybe slightly tweak some of the costumes, but nothing too serious. Do you both sing yourselves? Um, I sing in some choirs, yeah, but not this style at all. No, I don't sing at all. Very badly at home. <laughs> Has this encouraged you to maybe have a go? Yes, definitely. It looks so much fun and the people involved in it seem to get so much out of it. So yes, I would like to, to join a choir that you didn't need to audition for. Well, as with most good barbershop events... This one has finished in the pub on a Saturday evening, a beautiful sunny Saturday evening. Uh, Emma Riley is with me once again. In fact, I've just interrupted your fish and chips. Sorry about that. No, it's okay, no problem. <laughs> I could do with a little break just to let everything settle. So, how was it for you this afternoon? It was brilliant, actually. It was really, really good. What a wonderful audience. Loads of um, uh, good feedback and really good uh, audience participation what we wanted to do and great to be able to support the include choir and be part of their presentation their first concert which is wonderful and here um, uh, headquarters quartet and uh, the royal harmonics as well brilliant you, you had a great a, a huge amount of support from everyone didn't you fabulous we had friends family and all of these uh, wonderful barbershoppers here again so has it been worth it and if so why it has been worth it because I think, as I was saying to you earlier, it's great to put that kind of um, pressure on ourselves and also get the feedback that only an audience can give you. You only know how things are really going to go when you have live people in front of you and they see what you're presenting and they understand the joy and the message that you're trying to put across. And do you think you'll learn some lessons from this? Definitely, no question about it. Um, lots of different lessons on lots of different levels. Costuming and uh, timing and uh, vocally and musically. Yeah, absolutely, presentation-wise too. Emma Riley from Vocal Dimension, the chorus which went on to take silver medal at that year's Harmony Classic in Las Vegas. And even now in lockdown, there's still plenty going on to put British Barbershop on the world map. I did mention last week Cottontown Chorus's virtual recording of the Beach Boys' God Only Knows. Well, since then, it's been picked up by no fewer than three radio stations over the past few days, plus an airing on the US-based internet station Ackerville Radio. 
And Cottontown is not the only video from a UK-based barbershop chorus to have been raising much-needed funds for charity. You may have seen on social media that Avon Harmony have produced their own virtual video recording of the late Bill Withers' classic Lean On Me. So far, the song has raised over £1,000 for mental health charities. So, very best wishes and congratulations to Avon Harmony. Also turning into something of an internet sensation is The Collective, uh, the virtual choir formed by Simon Lovkovsky and mentioned a couple of times in recent podcasts. Uh, Simon's the director of Tuxedo Junction and Lux Acapella, and he's also recently been acclaimed as the Babs Barbershopper of the Year for 2020. He has over 1,200 people from 20 countries who've signed up to record the choir's next two songs, with, get this, over 160 section rehearsals due to take place from this weekend on Zoom in what has become a worldwide enterprise masterminded from Leicester. And our organisations are still hard at it too. Uh, I saw pictures on Twitter of a Region 31 Zoom meeting this week. Babs are in the midst of a series of regional virtual meetings with the board and club chairman. Among the subjects under discussion are, I'm told, a hardship fund to help singers who've fallen on hard times and may no longer be able to afford some of the costs associated with barbershop singing. But perhaps the most exciting news of the week comes from across the pond and the Barbershop Harmony Society in the US. On July the 3rd, their Association of International Champions is planning a video live stream featuring 10 champion quartets. Uh, put the date in your diary and do keep an eye out for further details. Well, from an epic series of performances to come, let's return to an epic journey from 2016. The Lab's Beacon of Harmony was an Olympic-style torch which was relayed between 60 choruses across Britain before arriving in triumph at the 40th anniversary convention in Harrogate. The Beacon even had its own blog. Well, never wanting to miss a chance to see history in the making, I headed off one cold day in March four years ago to the huge Blue Water Indoor Shopping Centre near Dartford in Kent to watch one of the handovers taking place. We've got a beacon of harmony that's going around the country as part of our 40th anniversary celebrations and we're here in Blue Water to meet up with Green Street Blues to hand the scroll over, having signed it, and then we're going to have a, a bit of a sing as well and um, enjoy some friendship and harmony. You know, Labs is 40 years old this year um, and it was felt that this was something that the whole of the membership could get involved with. That's Rita Wood. She's the membership director of the Ladies' Association of British Barbershop Singers, and she also sings with Colchester's Chorus Iceni, who took possession of the Beacon of Harmony a week ago on its long and circuitous route around the UK. Today, they're passing it on here at the Blue Water Shopping Centre beside the M25 in Kent. Tell us a bit about the Beacon, I mean, what the idea? Where did it come from? Well, it was one of our ladies in, in the association came up with the idea. They thought about the Olympic torch going around the country and thought that perhaps this might be something that we could do for labs um, so that all the clubs were involved in some way, one way or another, whether they were going to be at convention or not. And it seems to have been working well so far. Um, so we have a scroll, each club signs it, and it will be there on display in Harrogate in October. 
And you say a scroll, it, it, does, it, does it look a little bit special? Yes, it does, I think. Yes, yes, I'm, I'll know more when I've actually seen it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hope will be very soon. <laughs> they tell me it's got a tag on it to learn. Yes, well. it has, yes, but um, we unfortunately haven't learnt it, so <laughs> we won't be able to sing that one today. Well, look, tell us, tell us what it means to a, to, to a chorus like Iceni actually having this scroll, this beacon of harmony with you for a couple Well, it of weeks. makes us feel very much part of labs, um, which is what the board have been trying to do, the engagement of, the, of everybody in the association. And it's a chance for us to get together as a chorus and have a little bit of singing, a little bit of shopping, a little bit of lunch with the girls. And it means that we can meet up with another chorus and make some more new friends. Well, tell us about what's happening this morning then at Blue Water. OK, well, this morning we're meeting, we're all meeting together here, and then we're going to be taken to um, the Upper Mall um, outside the House of Fraser, and where we're going to hand the scroll over and chorus are singing, going to sing one song, Green Street Blues are going to sing one song and then we're going to sing one song together that we both know. We're hoping that some of the people will stop by and listen and see what we're all about and perhaps we might be able to do a little bit of recruiting as well. I'm Jan Holt from Green Street Blues. And what part do you sing? A bass. And I'm Meryl Chatfield and I sing tenor. We're the ones on the receiving end of Green Street Blues. We pass it over next Tuesday, which is our normal rehearsal night, and we pass it over to Velvet Harmony from Bromley. We're having an evening with them. Looking forward to that. So what does it mean? Tell us about this evening that you've got planned. Well, it's, uh, it's more of this get-together, isn't it? It's all about clubs getting together and singing a few songs, hopefully something together and then perhaps doing something on our own uh, to show what we're doing. And we hope that the public will enjoy it as well. Uh, we're hoping that, um, you know, it will spread the word of barbershop, really. And from the reaction of shoppers, the two choruses seem to be making a pretty good impression. It's very good, very good. I really enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, they're lovely, isn't they? They sound beautifully. What do you think? Very good. Very good. Very Brilliant. good. Not tempted to have a go yourself, by any chance? Oh, I think so, yeah. Sounds very good. Perhaps that could be a new recruit, but after a song from each chorus, the moment for which they've come together. The scroll, the beacon of harmony, is taken from its jet black case embossed with glitter and tied with a red, white and blue ribbon. It's unfurled and handed from Chorus Iceni to Green Street Blues. Then, as arranged, the two choruses come together for a final song. A great song, Lazy Days, concluding this second Harmony UK podcast. Thanks very much for your company. We've spent much of this edition in London and the South East, but for our next one, I'm heading north to Harrogate for all the fun and excitement of the annual convention of the British Association of Barbershop Singers. It's the biggest gathering of barbershoppers anywhere outside of North America. And if you're going, then I do hope our paths will cross. 
In the meantime, let's end this podcast with more wonderful sounds from Green Street Blues and Chorus Iceni recorded at Blue Water. And the last word, well, that goes to one of the leads from Chorus Iceni, a lady called Fran. Oh, it's lovely. It's so exhilarating and, and getting together with another chorus as well. It's so bonding. And uh, when we see each other at convention, we all sing together. So, you know, the, the atmosphere is wonderful. A lot of those at the moment, but what a fun journey to look back on. The progress of the lab's beacon of harmony. Oh well, another week over and another rewind concluded. Hope you've enjoyed the last half hour or so. Any suggestions, then do drop me an email. The address harmonyukpod at gmail.com or you can tweet harmonyukpod or leave a message on our Facebook page, Harmony UK Podcast. Until next week, from me, John Beasley. Thank you for listening and bye-bye.